Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about when we talk about faith. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Leslie. How are you today? I'm well. I'm well. Nice crisp air out there. And how about yourself? It's sweater weather. (laughs) Bring it on. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. I have a turtleneck on. living my best life as they say the little things whatever we can do yes yes help things along that was a very good segue perfect into our conversation this morning (laughs) so this morning's episode was my idea because Mm -hmm. um when i think about what we should record about and talk about i get a little selfish and i'm like what do i need a little nothing selfish about assistance with we'll just Call it that. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about this idea of finding ease. Ease. And Mm -hmm. I realized where I got that from is from uh, my favorite yoga instructor on YouTube, Adrian. Oh, yeah. And Adrian had a whole series about if you're doing sort of difficult things, difficult, in this instance, yoga practices, finding ease in each posture Mm. so finding the ease in it which is also part of this idea of not making it harder on yourself by holding extra tension Uh uh-huh i'd be likely to do that yeah same (laughs) (laughs) so it occurred to me that that could be an interesting kicking off point for a conversation because i feel like we're all kind of settling into the fall a little bit things aren't as uh open and further along in terms of the pandemic as we some of us had hoped it would be Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um and i think maybe there's some weariness maybe there's a little fatigue maybe there's like the beginning of what looks like a burnout situation but like when things sort of feel difficult how can we find ease in them not that Mm. it makes it easier but it makes our experience of a difficult time or just a weary time Mm -hmm. how can we find an ease through it is kind of my question for today. Well, it's a quite a question to be asking in in a global pandemic, right? Right. Yeah. Right? Because ease is not the word that I would have associated <laughs> with this time at I'm an all. Optimist, Ed. I'm an you, optimist. You're more than an optimist, right? <laughs> um, so I I think it's a a question that's really worthy of a lot of consideration, though, because so many people are struggling for so many different reasons. Right. And yet we know that if we are always living right at that edge, uh, we have to find ways of making... Well, I I loved your example of Adrian, you know, of saying there has to be a way of finding some ease in the midst of that situation, which can seem very difficult, if not impossible, depending on your right situation. Right. And and also, how can we we make it possible to... uh, you know, bring a sense of ease into other people's lives. That's another part of, big part of this. So how do we experience it and how do we share it? Yeah, because I feel like I hear a lot about, oh, stress management. Mm. And to me, that feels difficult because, as an idea, because that makes me feel like we're trying, we, because we, I can't, you know, if there's stress, I can't really remove the source of the stress, mm, but mm-hmm. I can I can alter my response to it. Mm-hmm, and that right. feels like a more accurate right. stress management just feels like go on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think some people would hear stress management as, oh, great, I get to manage something else now. Yeah. You know, yes. life is tough enough. Now I have to manage my stress somehow. Right, right, right. 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 Um, 
So, you know, the word that comes to mind when I think of ease in the spiritual, in, in, in a spiritual context is the word grace. Okay. Because that's something that cannot necessarily be created mm-hmm. nor managed, right? right? It sort of happens on its own. And yet we can put ourselves in a position to receive it. Going back to the yoga situation, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in this difficult position or pose or anything that happens athletically, there can be a way through our breathing mm-hmm. and our patience to find a little bit of experience of ease through that. It doesn't diminish the difficulty, right? but it makes it more possible to move through it in a less damaging way, or, right, right? right? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because I've been thinking about this <clears throat> idea of, of when we have something difficult or we just have something that's a challenge mm-hmm. in our lives. I keep, I keep having this, this sort of a comment in my head of the only way is through, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So then, but then how can we positively impact how, how we go through Mm -hmm. whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, we're speaking sort of vaguely, but I think, I think, you know, so many of us have different periods and different experiences and, and nothing is very few things are permanent. Mm -hmm. You know, the high times change and low times change and, Mm -hmm. but getting through it in a way that, you know, and I, I want to also be specific about saying, I'm not saying we want to make it look easy. Mm-hmm. I think that's a whole other different conversation right. yeah. <laughs> about appearances and appearing. Oh, it's so natural and easy versus finding a way that is, you know, tenable and doesn't, and you can find your way through something Yeah, is kind of where I'm sort of sussing things out today. Yeah. I love that. Well, I mentioned to you uh, when we were just talking about this topic that um, some of the most memorable words of Jesus that come to mind are, you know, he says, come unto me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, right? And uh, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I think the wisdom I take away from that phrase is he doesn't imagine us living an unburdened life, life, but it's a light burden. And so somehow we find a way in the midst of the situation that's challenging us to lighten it. Yeah. Right? Whether that's bringing some levity into it, some humor, Mm -hmm. um, it's done through community, but it is something that just adds that element of grace to it. Yeah. I like that image of of Jesus sharing the load Mm. of. He's not going to take it from you, but he'll mm-hmm. give you a helping hand so it doesn't feel so heavy. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I think that this is such a important theme that runs right through the, all the vastness of the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. The sense that there's the, the strength of God to accompany us and all people through all of these circumstances in life. And that makes a world of difference to people in the midst of... Uh, you know, facing a future that may seem to be in which we're going to be overly burdened. Mm-hmm. And um, I would have to say that some of the most balanced, centered, gracious people I've met are people whom you would think, wow, their situation seems to be just so burdened in so many ways. Right. And yet they have managed to find ease, a graciousness, a peace through all of that. Yeah. And so that hope is there for everyone, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, that was easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only it were so, right? If only it were so. <laughs> well, it's just like, there's so much um, change 
<laughs> that's happening. It's yeah. kind of this like, are we here? Are we there? Are we here? Are we there? What's happening? Yep. Um, and so it's it's funny trying to find our way, our way through it in a way that still f- you can kind of keep a sense of yourself and responding to things in a loving, kind way. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I've been seeing in various uh, sports news and other places some less than stellar behavior mm. from people. Um, and that just makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. It's like how to make life harder, right? right? How to make life seem like it's less easy, right? Yeah. More complicated. Let's be kind to each other, guys. I am um, so also thinking about this thing. I'm really glad you asked this question because it's been, now it's on my mind. I'm like ticking, <laughs> ticking along about it, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, so one of, the, one of the challenges that faith communities face at this time Yeah is this uh, part of us may feel like, oh, this is a time when we really have to draw in, you know, um, not extend ourselves, not overextend ourselves sure. into the world. we got to be very cautious. We have to be extra prudent about everything. Mm-hmm. However, you know, the same person who says, come unto me, right, and I, when you're weary and I will give you rest, also says, greater things than I have done shall you do. Yeah. So I think being in a community of faith is about living in this very creative conversation between I'm going to give you a you know an opportunity to change the world, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And bring love and light into the world. On the other hand, I'm also going to give you rest. Right. So it's this uh, I mean they seem like polar opposites, but they need each other. They're not really opposites. Yeah. And I think that the ease comes from having the confidence that we're part of a community that's doing something that matters in the world. And that will, at times, pull us out of our comfort zone. Yeah. And uh, which sounds kind of counterintuitive, right, to getting a sense of ease and rest. Yeah. But there's, I think there's a sense of satisfaction that comes when you know that you're being challenged, but you're on the right path. Sure. Right? You're doing more than you think you're capable of doing, but you're doing it with other people. And you know that it can make a difference to future generations, even if we won't see the result. Absolutely. Right? That doesn't matter. Yeah. So again, it's that, that great image you use of, of the yoga pose that may seem so difficult, but you can breathe through it. Mm-hmm. Right. You can you can find a way we can find a way to ease our way through all of those changes. Right. And maybe that's the key to ease our way through them. Right. Like rather than barge through them. Yeah. Right. <laughs> We're or, good at that. Yeah. <laughs> force. Force it. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah. How many times did you say like, don't force it? <laughs> like, but that's what I heard. <laughs> right. you mean? What do you mean? I can't micromanage it. Yeah. Exactly. How dare you? <laughs> You know, it's funny on a on a micro level, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that puts me in mind of the challenge that uh, and wonderful challenge that creating this space has been, mm. and what jo- just true joy that has brought me in my work. I will just say, yeah, and and us, thanks to you. I mean, doing it together, right? And yeah. just like the idea of you know things were can be difficult and challenging, but we had this project. I love a project, you know, (laughs) but having a positive project where I knew that the things we were doing and the research, I mean, I asked my husband, I was spending every day watching and researching uh, YouTube uh, videos on best practices and gear and tech. And I was having so much fun. Yeah. Um, 
but the idea that it would create a positive change yep. that it would not only change our workflow, but it would, um, it would change the experience for our listeners and for our community mm -hmm. felt just, Oh, it felt so good. Which it has done. It, it's amazing. It's brought that change. Well, and thanks to, I mean, thanks to our community for the support of it, for sure. Like that <laughs> mm -hmm. wouldn't have been possible without that vision from our team. Um, but it was such a bright and it continues to be such a bright spot in a challenging world and really talking about making the best of a, of a difficult situation because, you know, yeah. we had talked about this space or the kind of the idea of this space, I think for years now, mm -hmm. we talked mm -hmm. about having like a set aside space to record and have conversation that would be a little easier than <laughs> we were talking about. So we just turned the heat on in the building and we were, we were, reminiscing about trying to record in Ed's office. <laughs> oh, what a space. <laughs> Sound central. Oh my gosh. Cause there's like this whine, this really high pitch yeah. squeal from the heat. And we're grateful to have heat, but could do without the sound of it. Um, and then there's like an awkward window. It's, it wasn't an folks. easy space. It was not. We did not have ease there. We no. tried our best. We learned lots of things. Well, you know, uh, just listening to you and how much satisfaction all this has brought you, especially like getting out of that space and, <laughs> and into a much better one. Yep. But the great thing about that is that you found, I mean, this was something that was calling to you, right? Totally. This, it, was, it was. Yeah. And so then even though there may have been like, tough moments along the way or having to figure things out, do things for the first time, you've got this like inner river of energy flowing. Yeah. Right. And yeah. that, and that's what makes the difference. I think sometimes in life, you know, it's, it is a light burden because it's fun. Right. Right. And there's work to do with it. Yeah. Sometimes we have to really work. We have to think more carefully about how to help that burden become lighter because it's not something we want to take on, yeah. but it has to be done. Right. Right. So that's constantly reframing that experience to make it feel like it can be a source of satisfaction. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And reframing how we think about it can change so much. It puts me in mind of that. I think we've talked about this before, how we can you know, change the chatter or change the channel in our mind Yes, yeah. of that, you know, we can, we are in control of our thoughts, whether we feel like we are or not. Yeah. Um, and that so much, there's so much power in reframing how you see something. There is. And it's, it often stems from how we talk to ourselves and, right. and how we listen to ourselves. And I will say this past couple of years, because of the pandemic, I've spent more time being conscious of how I send messages to myself. Mm. And I've gotten, you know, I've gotten much better. Like as soon as something st starts down a road that I I'll just say, st stop. Good for you. Stop right there. We, yeah. you know, you, you did that a couple of times today already. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go back down that road a third time. Right. And actually, you know, the mind listens to itself. Yeah. Over yeah. time. My mind's more like a toddler. I have to distract, <laughs> distract it with something shiny. <laughs> Shiny object syndrome for yeah, the mind. Yeah, basically, I gotta, you know. <laughs> That's good too. I'm, I'm growing, I'm getting there. I'm not quite to that level of like mastery. I'm like, oh, let's just start myself. It's good to have something to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get there eventually. It makes, puts me in mind of, there was a fabulous, it wasn't an official TED Talk, but it was a lecture that John Cleese gave. Oh, John huh. Cleese of Monty Python th fame um, that he gave about the power of humor. Mm. in difficult situations oh i love that um and how you know that it can 
I think create an ease. Mm -hmm. It can create a better creative experience between people. If you're wrestling through something, having a levity, yeah, you know, and not to an inappropriate level, but I would Mm -hmm. commend that. Uh, that video to anybody. I'll, I'll link it in the the video description below. Oh, thank you. It's That's worth a... watching. It's fabulous. Yeah, yeah. We do have uh, whether it's God given or we de- who knows how this develops over the years, but we do have a tremendous capacity to see the lighthearted side of things if we just give ourselves a chance to do so. Yeah. And I, I think every once in a while, about there was a famous expedition to the Antarctic and uh, right before the First World War broke out. Sir Ernest Shackleton led this from the United Kingdom. And the poor exhibition, I think, expedition, there were 29 men. They got stuck on the ice. They got oh, stuck no. in the ice. They lost their ship. Oh, jeez. They had to use their lifeboats. They eventually did survive, but it was a horrific journey. But what did they do? They set up a soccer tournament at one point. <laughs> they had skits, which the men developed on the ship, right? So they had these little drama... <laughs> contests right and they figured out every how they could turn everything into a game because of course the one thing they didn't want to think about was they might not ever get out of this situation right and they were there for month month after month after month and they all survived and a large part of it was you know and they had some really difficult people in the crew who Mm -hmm. got more difficult as things got worse shocking (laughs) there you are human nature being what it is right and uh, but they they found a way through it in large part because of humor I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't lose that through all managed to tap it. Well, and to tie it into what we were talking about yesterday, that I think there's an element of humility mm. in all of that because it's not taking yourself too seriously. Yeah. And yeah. being like... Good point. We'll get, you know, it's... Yeah. That, they, that there's a there's an, an element of that, that kind of everybody has a struggle and you're, yep. you know, that we're all dealing with something, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If we can just kind of step back away from the control panel of the universe, <laughs> right? Leave a little room there. Yeah. It's amazing what happens. That's that's when we give some, you know, room for grace and the unexpected. Absolutely. The good unexpected things. The good unexpected things, yeah. <laughs> you qualified that. Yes. <laughs> well, do you have any closing thoughts for us today, Ed? Well, I loved your connection with uh, humility because that, you know, it comes from an ancient word, which really means to be grounded. Mm. And I think that when we're humble and we know that we can reach out and be vulnerable, then a kind of an ease can be created from that. And uh, thank you for opening this conversation with us today. Well, thanks for the help. I feel encouraged <laughs> for an easeful week ahead. Amen. And finding my way through. Thank you all so much for joining us today at Round Hill Radio. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Round Hill Community Church. 